And that's better. Hey, uh, we'll be li- we're joining me live today on The Truth Must Be Told. So stand by. He's just ignorant. He doesn't know any better than to tell the truth. It's the truth. I just want to report the truth. It'd be a nice change of pace. Okay? When in doubt, tell the truth. Edward, I tried to tell the truth, and they kicked me off the air. You can't handle the truth! And now, speaking the truth, even though it hurts. Here's the host of The Truth Must Be Told, Sal Passos. Hello, welcome, welcome to the program. Thank you all for tuning in, and I'm glad you're here. I want to thank uh, for you here on Facebook, I mean YouTube. <coughs> thank you so much. I have a bunch of new subscribers. Thank you for subscribing to the channel. That means a lot to me uh, that you've joined. You know, uh, according to the analytics, 91% of you that view have not subscribed. Uh, so do me a favor, hit the subscribe button and make sure you hit that thumbs up button. That gives us the opportunity for us to move further up into the algorithms of YouTube. And uh, we're um, we're just happy to be there. I decided to go live tonight. There was a lot of lot of things going on um, with uh, with what's happening uh, in in the world today and in Christianity. And I just wanted to uh, maybe give you an opportunity to join me live here and to um, and to interact and ask me some questions live. We'll be covering a few subjects today. But it's really, really great. Uh, as you can see behind me, the uh, the slash uh, studio um, office, um, you know, command center is getting less and less. Uh, we did some work on it this week, uh, pulling more furniture out of here, and hopefully, I will be able to get the rest of this done this week, so we could start painting and cleaning up and putting down the new rug, which should be fun. Um, but we'll, uh, we'll see what happens at that anyway, but I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you joined me. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your, uh, emails that you've been sending me. Thank you so much for everything. And I hope that, um, I hope that you've been enjoying the program. I, I want to interact with you. So make sure you leave a comment or you can uh, email me on uh, any way that you, you know, you'd like to. And again, don't forget to hit that thumbs up button. That's very important. All right. Well, we had an interesting day today. Now, if uh, you haven't watched the news, uh, Prince Charles, or now King Charles, was officially crowned the King of King of England, the Defender of the Faith. Now, uh, you know, it's just interesting that um, um, I had uh, I've been looking at this, and you know, the world is really caught up uh, caught up with it. And uh, it's it's uh, you know it was a momentous occasion. We haven't seen anything like this in in seventy years uh, since the uh, Queen of England, uh, Queen Elizabeth, was crowned as mother. And uh, so now he is crowned uh, King of England, the Defender of the Faith. I just wanted to talk about that for a few minutes and uh, see. Um, uh, hi, Brother Warren. Good to see you in. I just wanted to talk a few minutes about this uh, defender of the faith um, situation here. Uh, and I don't normally go live, so just bear with me as we uh, try to make a mess of things as we go around here. Now, I, I, I was looking at uh, some things. Now, uh, unfortunately, I, only, I found this on the National Catholic Register. 
Uh, it's a guide to the Christian and Catholic symbolism in King Charles III's coronation. Um, and as you see here, I don't know if you guys watched it today at all, but um, as part of the coronation, uh, the king's head and he head, hands and breast will be anointed with crimson oil, which is the Catholic Church most commonly associated with baptism and confirmation. And uh, he was crowned today at Westminster Abbey in the first royal coronation since his mother, Queen Elizabeth II, of 70 years ago. Uh, and it says, the coronation will be a Christian service. Now, I, I, I'm making comments on this because it's, it's important. So here we go. Uh, centered on the celebration of the Holy Communion in an Anglican Church of England liturgy. But most of the roots of the coronation stretching back nearly a thousand years are fundamentally Catholic. And this is, again, written by a, by a Catholic uh, author here, which is not totally far from the truth. Um, the liturgy is now carried out by the Anglicans, but it's Catholic in origin, meaning, style, and purpose. Now, uh, it is centered around the Eucharist, which, again, that's transubstantiation, that believing that that bread— and the wine actually becomes the literal body and blood of uh, Jesus Christ. So this is, uh, again, this is from paganism. Uh, I would suggest that you uh, do some checking in some other places, but this is definitely is. Um, uh, now, this was interesting. A Catholic uh, prelate, Cardinal Vincent Nicholas of Westminster, will participate in the coronation for the first time since the Reformation, offering a blessing after the crowning. Uh, Father Mark Vickers, priest of Diocese of Westminster and historian and author, said despite the Protestant nature of the proceedings, including the king's oath, Catholics can and should pray for the king and rejoice in the fact that the ceremony is so explicitly Christian you know, I'm getting a little sick and tired of hearing the term that this is a Christian thing in regards to, uh, you know, Catholicism. Catholicism is decidedly not Christian. Uh, any group that takes Jesus and or Jesus or or something, you know, something else other than Jesus or something else with Jesus— is not a Christian group. The Catholic Church is the longest running, longest existing cult in the history of man. Uh, when they started, they actually, uh, they actually uh, uh, killed Christians, they killed Jews, they killed Muslims, all because they didn't follow in the um, in the Catholic uh, Catholic belief, uh, and the the popes have a uh, very strange history. It is very, very crazy. But um, so you, the relic of the True Cross of Wales. Uh, you see all this here. It's just um, it's it's really, really bad. And Pope Francis made headlines last month when he made a gift to the king and a notable ecumenical gesture: two pieces of the True Cross on which Jesus was crucified, which were inlaid into the newly made Cross of Wales. I think that if they took every piece of the original cross of Jesus that has been found or claims to have been found, uh, I think they would probably, you know, fill the world because uh, it's just, you know, we don't know what that is or where that is. The Cross of Wales was made of Welsh slate, etc. Regalia, this is the, the uh, 
the uh, the crown that he's going to warn, the crown of, of St. Edward. Um, the coronation will be the first and only time that King Charles III will wear this crown. It was made for King Charles II in 1661. So you see all that. Um, he's going to be uh, handed multiple swords during the coronation, which are meant to evoke authority and justice. Uh, Psalm 71, sung during the exchange of swords, will be sung by the Greek Orthodox choir. Okay, so we have Catholic priests. We have the Greek Orthodox choir in honor of King Charles III's father, who was also baptized into the Greek Orthodox Church. We have the orb, which is a golden globe with a cross on the top. Uh, similarly, the, the current orb was made in 1661. It's uh, perhaps the most Christian symbol of all. I, I wish I could find that in the Bible. I don't know where that is. The you know anyway, he's going to have a, a king a, a ring for his uh, coronation. Um, uh, the Armillus is a golden golden uh, bracelets thought to relate to ancient symbols of knighthood and military leadership. They serve in the coronation of the tokens of God's protection. Uh, let's see. The ampulla from which the crimson oil for King Charles III anointing will be poured. And this is the, you know, this is bird here. Um, scepters. He's going to have the scepters um, royal collection. Two scepters which symbolize the king's temporal power will be used for the coronation. Both explicitly Christian symbols. Yeah, kind of. Um, he'll be anointed. Uh, different clothing that he'll wear. You can read all this in there. There's the oath, and he will say, I, Charles, do solemnly and sincerely in the presence of God profess, testify, and declare that I am a faithful Protestant and that I will, according to the true intent of the enactments which secure the Protestant succession to be uh, the throne, uphold and maintain the said enactments to the best of my power according to the law. Uh, now, Father Vickers... Um, Reiterated the importance to take the coronation as an occasion to pray for the new monarch, which I think is a great idea. I think we should pray for King Charles. Um, as you know, uh, we need to be clear that it's not a Catholic Mass. He's taking an oath to maintain Protestant Reformed religion. But I think we can and, in fact, must rejoice in that it is, in fact, a Christian service. There's a picture of Westminster Abbey. And uh, let's see, uh, Westminster Abbey, okay, coronation. So this is, um, as I was reading through this from the National Catholic Register about this, I just found there's a lot of symbolism here <clears throat> to Christianity. There's a lot of, uh, and I'm not trying to put down King Charles. I'm not. Uh, th this is a very exciting time. For um, for the for people of the United Kingdom, uh, I've never been one to um, really uh, go go gaga over the royals. Uh, that's an interesting lifestyle. That this uh, the king, there's a king queen, and uh, just the whole the whole thing there. But knowing the history of the Catholic Church and knowing that. Uh, you know they 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 broke off from the 
uh, Catholic Church to start their own thing. But basically, what they did was they got rid of the Pope. If I'm understanding this correctly, and if I'm if I'm mistaken, please let me know. But from what I understand, they broke off because they didn't want to have to be under the uh, control of the Pope. And if that was the you know that's the case, that they did everything the same in uh, Catholicism as in Catholicism, except they just didn't have a Pope. So. But the coronation is a is a is a very interesting thing to look at. Uh, in fact, Lori today went out. Uh, we 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 got some tracks from, and I forgot to bring one in to show you. Oh, it was such just get in here. Um, Living Water is it's um, uh, Ray Comfort's group printed out million dollar or a million pound or a million dollar um, tracks. And it has a picture of King Charles on the front. And um, I just thought that was really interesting uh, that they had. Let me see if I can bring up a picture of that for you. Uh, let's see here. Just put in Living Waters. And uh, yeah, you heard us. Let me bring this up for you. I thought this was really interesting. I'm bringing this over the screen for you. Uh, so you see you have uh, the million pound or million dollar bank of Sur uh, bank of eternity, million. Uh, we were passing, uh, Lori was passing these out today. She really felt led that she wanted to do that. So we went out to a couple of places and we passed these out to people as they were walking by. And on the back is the gospel, which I thought was really, really exciting. And uh, they're very well made, and we still have some of those left. Uh, it's, it, it, it was a very exciting time, and, and Lori was really excited to have the chance to, uh, to get out there and to, to do this. Um, but yeah, uh, we're, um, we're, at a, uh, we're at a point where uh, this, this is a great opportunity to share Jesus with somebody, with somebody, because here we have uh, the coronation. You know, one day Christ is going to be crowned. He'll be crowned with many crowns. Crown him with many crowns. We sing. Um, he is the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, and one day people will be standing before him, and uh, we have to recognize the fact that. You know, that we're all sinners, that, you know, we, we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And as a result of this sinfulness and, and, uh, and, uh, uh, I got so many things I want to say, that because of the sinfulness that we have, uh, that, that was given to us by Adam. Christ died on a cross so that he may take away those sins and we can live eternally with Jesus. I just think it's so exciting. Uh, so this is a good opportunity to uh, share with people about that. Hey, do you know about this, about the king's coronation? You know that, uh, you know, and, and represent. Oh, the other thing about this, but was on the uh, little downside of this and getting back to that, uh, getting back to the Catholic thing. Uh, going going back to the cat, wrong wrong button. Sorry, 
Going back to the Catholic thing here, um, you know, I, I pointed out that there's going to be a Catholic priest there, that they're going to um, uh, talk about the um, uh, his father, who was a um, a uh, um, what did I put that? Where was that? Please bear with me, please. Uh, the biblical roots, Catholic beliefs, but um, oh yeah, Greek Orthodox. So you know, here is the um, you know here's the thing. When we look through this, what we're what we're seeing here is um, what is coming. Yeah, Greek Orthodox, right? Okay, <clears throat> so what we're seeing here is um, what's moving into ecumenicalism. Uh, there's coming a time when the when the uh, the Antichrist is going to set up a one world religion, one world government, and a one and a um, one world monetary system, that's predicted. It's going to happen. Uh, people say that we're we're in the you know the thousand years now uh, that the you know the second coming has already happened. I don't see that. I don't know where they're getting that from, but. Um, I, I don't see that, not from what I can see in the Scripture. But there's coming a time when this is all going to be set up. And I believe what we're seeing. Now, you guys have been tuning in to me lately because I've been talking about false teachers. A lot of these false teachers uh, are pushing towards a, an ecumenical movement. Kenneth Copeland had a Catholic priest, Catholics at his services. He had a message from the Pope. Uh, transmitted into one of his services, and uh, they're saying that the the Protestant Refor- Reformation is gone; it's done away with. We're all Catholics now. No, we're not. Uh, when you put something else before Jesus, when you put something else either before Jesus or with Jesus, you are not teaching the true gospel of Jesus Christ. So in the Catholic Church, for example, they have um, they have um, um, come up with the um, you have um, you have to confess your sin to a priest. You have to uh, participate in the sacraments. You have to have your first communion. You have to be baptized. Have your first communion, <clears throat> first confession. Uh, you know, and then. You're told to do certain things, so many Hail Marys, so many Our Fathers. That is not scriptural at all. The Bible says that there's one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. Uh, if we sin, the Bible says in First in uh, First John, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, so we can go to him and ask for his forgiveness for sins, and that's what we're doing. Uh, welcome to the people who are tuning in. Don't forget to hit that like button and subscribe to the channel if you haven't. I just wanted to put that in there. If you'd like to make a comment, please feel feel free to do so uh, in the chat. I'd be glad to glad to chat with you. Okay, and um, if you have a question, please put question and put it in there. Uh, I'd be glad to uh, try to answer that question as best I can. I'm I'm a little out of sorts today because it has been a busy week. I really haven't had too much time to 
blend everything together and get everything ready as I usually do. As you see, I'm a little off today, but uh, we're, we're getting there. It's, it's you know, God is, God's doing what he's got to do. Anyway, um, but yeah, we, we, the, the blending of the churches is definitely coming. The, uh, these uh, word faith teachers are teaching it. Charles himself was quoted as saying he wants to be a defender of the faiths, plural, which kind of put you know put him in a bad light, and I think he had to back backtrack on that a little bit. So, uh, if you know anything about that, please let me know in the in the chat. And uh, it's it's just it's just interesting that um, you know that we're moving into this we're moving into this one world religion. We're moving into this uh, one world philosophy, and it's it's really 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 bad. <clears throat> and yet people are, you know, some Christians just are swallowing this tooth and nail. Excuse me. Sorry about that. Got to the dump switch in time. Um, and uh, so it's been, it's been, uh, it, but it's been interesting. It's been interesting. Uh, you know, so if you have any comments about that, you can, you can put that in there. But uh, just, it just, you know, it, it's an exciting time with the coronation, but at the same time, it is, it is, we have to be very careful. We have to be very careful. And um, I, I don't know. I mean, I heard stories that Queen Elizabeth was uh, born again. I don't know that to be a fact. Only God knows her heart. And uh, we, she was quite a lady. Uh, I, I pray that she is in, she is in heaven. I'd love to meet meet with her someday. Uh, after, of course, I spend a few thousand years thanking Jesus for what He's done. Uh, but it, it's going to be an exciting it's going to be an exciting time if she is, uh, and if she's not, I'm sad for her. Uh, and I just want us to pray for King Charles. Pray for the people of England. They are getting into a lot of um, bad stuff over there. I don't know if you saw that somebody had. Uh, was arrested for just praying outside of a abortion clinic. They were praying silently in their head, and they were in violation of certain laws. And um, so that's, you know, that's just craziness. All right. So I just want to move on to another topic here, something that uh, I had asked on the uh, in the community. If you guys are going to see, anybody is going to see the movie, nefarious. Uh, now I had had, I think majority of people said no. Some people said yes. Uh, wow. Nefarious. The guy who wrote the story, Steve Deese, um, he's from blaze TV. And while I agree with the political side of the blaze, uh, I don't agree with, uh, the fact that Glenn Beck is a Mormon. He's not a Christian. Mormonism is not Christian. Again, ecumenical movement leading to one world religion. Uh, that is that is um, it's absolutely it's absolutely crazy. Now on this thing, uh, nefarious Blaze TV. Most TV cha- uh, TV host challenges everything you know about evil in a thought provoking new thriller. Uh, they, they call this uh, uh, this is more than a psychological thriller. He says here. Um, it's an intellectual thriller. The way the 
guy described it was um, Steve Deese described it as like um, uh, the screw tape letters meet Hannibal Lecter. Uh, it, it's, it, it doesn't make sense to me. I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand. <clears throat> uh, but anyway, this is being promoted, uh, to be used in, to be viewed from churches because, um, uh, it it said here, it no longer rattles around in your brain. It will rattle around in your brain. It will rattle around your brain. The, uh, the more bone chilling it becomes. Uh, like from the mind which it sprang, the furious is an unapologetic in its Christian worldview. Well, that's from what I understand. No, it's not. When this becomes available, I will be watching it, so you won't have to, and I will be making notes and and things on it. <clears throat> but uh, from what I am understanding, no, it is not a good movie for a. It is is. Unapologetic in his Christian worldview. Well, that's not what the what the author said. The author said he didn't want some uh, wishy washy. I forgot the exact term he used, but he, you know some garbage um, um, plea for the gospel at the end of this. Uh, and he said he was in a shower when he heard a voice in his head say, "Talk about the." Um, Talk about the uh, the book and how this is going to be a movie that's going to change things and whatever. Uh, so yeah, I don't know where what voice he was listening to. Perhaps it was a demon. I don't know, but that's uh, definitely not. You don't want to see this movie. I will. Um, I will go and. In fact, the guy he said, the guy said uh, during one interview, he said that if I. If you come and, and you watch it and you walk out in the middle of it, it doesn't matter. We still got your $15. So all he's there for is the money. But from what I'm understanding, this is not uh, definitely not a movie that a Christian should see. Um, and um, and see, it is a uh, pronoun. Uh, pre, uh, let's see, hold on here. What's the salvo? Okay, and then, so they're they're promoting this. They're pushing it to churches. I've seen, <clears throat> excuse me, I've seen advertisements. Excuse me one second. Got to take a drink. Yeah, and that is sweet tea, please, by the way. Um, nefarious doesn't try to trick you, as with an N. Night Shyamalan. You know, I can never pronounce his name. Shyamalan, Shyamalan, Shyamalama, Ramadama, Ding Dong. I don't know. I can't pronounce his name, so... Um, but it is it is it is bad. It this is this is really really bad. The story takes place of a uh, of a uh, uh, a serial killer who was demon possessed, and he is um, he is going to uh, and the, a psychologist was sent to him, and he is uh, he uh, he uh, tries to possess the psychologist. I guess from what I understand, it's just a really. It's a nightmare, and I don't think we should. I don't think we should see that. And uh, so it's it's kind of a crazy thing. Uh, so let me know what you think. Do you think it's something that you want to see? Uh, you think you should see? I, I will when it becomes available on my streaming service. I will watch it uh, so that I can give you um, my opinion on it. But I think we're seeing a lot of opinions that are out there already that this is not a very very good.
movie to go see. Oh, and just uh, just out of curiosity, what do you guys think of that uh, Easter service from ta- from uh, what's his face um, from Transformation Church, where he had um, he had a woman nailed to the cross. There was and she was Eve was nailed to the cross, and there was uh, no talk of salvation. It it was a king that was caught off guard. Uh, it was really, really a bad situation. Just kind of curious as to what you guys think of that. Because there's been a lot of stuff out there about that. About that. But he's a false teacher as it, as it is. So, um, so uh, but, but this just goes to show you, in fact, you know, today's church, you know, that is, you know, it's just, it's just, this is, this is, this is really, really bad. Um, you know, today's church, uh, which we have, okay, this picture uh, I have here, Spencer Smith actually put this out on his website. He said, uh, you know, where the Bible tells us to go out and preach the gospel, and today's church has got this, this, um, let me make this bigger for you guys here, so you could see it. I say, go preach the gospel, and then the modern church, um, yeah. Yeah, it's it's really crazy. What are we doing in today's church? What are we doing? Are we? Um, it's become a it's become a a a, a show. Uh, it's it, where's the gospel in that? Where's the gospel in that? Where's the gospel in three girls dressed in in skin tight leather pants talking about their booties? That's what that's what the Transformation Church's Easter service Easter service was about. Well, it's just it's this is just craziness. What's what's going on? You know, it 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 it, it relates to what the Bible says about God giving them over to a depraved mind. This is in the Book of Romans, talking about the homosexuality, talking about the lustfulness of man, talking about all these things. That God gave them over to a depraved mind. And I think that's what we're seeing today. We are seeing more and more depravity of man than ever before. This is what Jesus said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be before the coming of the Son of Man. So we're seeing this over and over and over again, and it gets deeper and deeper and deeper. I get, excuse me, Sorry, I should have hit the dump switch. I get amazed at what I I see in the world that's going on today. We have we have depravity in the world. We have depravity in the church. We have uh, pastors that are lining up with um, the uh, homosexuals. We've got pastors that are lining up with the woke crowd. We've got a lot of things going on here. And what what what's happening? What is happening? What's happening is the world is getting getting worse and worse. And we've got people out there that say, "Oh no, we got to make the world better before Jesus comes." This is I've talked about this many times. The seven mountain mandate. You know, some people believe we're already in the tribulation. We're already in the thousand year period of Christ's Christ's reign. That the thousand years is just symbolic. It talks about in Revelation. I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, there's a lot of things that they can't make clear to me as to why certain things are the way they are. 
But I think what we're seeing is what Jesus said, as it was in the days of Noah. We're seeing uh, the world trying to genetically modify humans. We're seeing rampant sexual issues. We're seeing major leaps in technology, leaps in buildings, um, all kinds of things that are happening. I did a did a couple of shows on as it was in the days of Noah a while back. Maybe they're here on YouTube. I'm not sure. If they're not, let me know. I'll see if I can get them to you. Um, but the um, we're, we're entering into that time, and if we're that close where we're seeing these things, how much closer is the rapture of the church? Because that's what's next on God's prophetic timetable is the rapture of the church. And when we see these things beginning to take place, Jesus said, lift up your, lift up your heads because your redemption draws nigh. So we're seeing these things. And when we see this kind of stuff going on in the church, like we're seeing right up here, this kind of garbage, yeah, what's going on? The church is becoming apostate. The church is, is, is it, it's losing it. The church is losing its ground. We're, we, we are entering into the period where Jesus said, wake up, wake up. And, and wake up and restore that which was lost. Yeah, you got to wake up. Church, it's time to wake up. We need to take a stand. You know, I'm, I'm all for, um, I'm all for us supporting our country. <clears throat> I'm all for, you know, us getting into the political realm as Christians. I think we should. However, I don't think that should be our main concern. Our main concern has got to be the salvation of souls. Jesus told us to go into the world and take over the whole world so that I can return. No. He said, go and preach the gospel. When, when he left, when he, was, when he was ascended in the book of Acts, he told the disciples, they asked him, will you now restore the kingdom to Israel? And he said, no. Now is not the time. And for those times and hours, it's not up, for, not up to you to know. But you will be my witnesses, and you'll go forth into the countries, and you will preach the gospel. This is not preaching the gospel. This is garbage. This right here. Um, playing secular songs and pushing them off as Christian songs. Uh, we've lost the ability to we've lost the love we've lost our first love okay a lot of churches now are just they're just doing their own thing wandering around right field doing their own thing uh but there is man is depraved if you don't think so just look at the news look at what's ha look what's happening in the news look what's happening to our children Look what's happening. We've got, you know, we've got the Navy now using a drag queen for a recruitment incentive. Hello. Our country is being weakened almost on a daily basis. Is that how it was before? Is that how it was before? I don't think so. Look at this. See this here? And uh, this is the cover of a Bible. 
FDR wrote in here that he, he wants everyone to read the Bible. And uh, this was a Bible, I believe, that was given out by Congress. Okay? Congress. Couldn't do that today. People would, people would they'd crucify you for doing that. What's happening? What's happened in our country? I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's the depravity of man, the, the, um, which is, is just was showing us that Christ is coming soon. There's, there's, no, there's no, other, no other option on that. Christ is coming soon. And uh, that's why we see these false teachers. I, I like what last week <clears throat> when I did the intro, I introduced, I did the intro with Paul Washer saying that false teachers are a judgment of God upon people. And I think what we're seeing when we see these churches that have drag queens in the church, these schools that want to bring drag queens in and have them teach our children, I think what we're seeing is God's judgment upon this country. You can agree with me. You don't have to. I'm just giving you my opinion. What do I know? Like Brother Spencer says, I'm just one guy with a Bible. But when I read this Bible and I see that, hey, depravity is going to, the, the many love of many are going to wax cold, that there's, that there's, um, there's going to be wars, rumors of wars, which we've seen. I, I'm telling you, it's it's getting bad out there. And anybody that does not have their eyes open to that, I don't know, maybe they're sleeping somewhere. I have no idea. But there's we have got to stick with the Word of God, okay? And I, I don't care if you're uh, King James only or if, you go by one of the other translations. I, I, I don't know. Let's not get into that argument here. Uh, maybe someday we'll do a show on that. But um, uh, as I have my, I, I'm, you know, I, but I think you need to stick into the Word of God and stay in there. And the more you study it, the more you'll recognize the false teachings. The more you study it, the more you recognize the false teachers. It'll pop out to you very, very quickly. Just like, you know, I've used that example before of a false, you know, false money, phony money. You could spot a counterfeit. When you handle the real thing all the time, you'll spot the counterfeit right away. That's the way it is. And... Um, I would suggest to you that you 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 continue to study, continue to pray, pray for their pray for our country, pray for our leaders, uh, pray that they get saved. Uh, I, I know it's difficult from where we're at, and uh, pray for uh, those false teachers that are out there that they come to a, a saving knowledge of Christ and they repent of their sins. Um. Uh, and I'll be talking more. I'm, I'm going to get into, uh, hopefully next week, I, I was looking into, uh, I was doing some research as to some of these false teachers. Uh, in fact, it was interesting. Yeah, I'll just cover it real quick for you. <clears throat> I was looking at the uh, 
beginnings of the um, Word of Faith movement and where it came from. I'm going to go over this quick because I've only got another five minutes or so. Uh, the Word of Faith movement, I was looking at some of the leaders of the Word of Faith movement, and I'll get into it in more detail. But uh, Quimby, Phineas Quimby, uh, uh, he died of exhaustion. E.W. Kenyon, he died of a coma as a result from a tumor. Uh, William Branham died from complications of, from a car accident. Kenneth Hagen died of unknown causes and never was released. Oral Roberts had complications from pneumonia. Catherine Coleman had a bad heart, died in surgery. These are just quick notes that I've taken on them. And I'm not mocking them or making fun of them, but they don't care about you. They only care about themselves. And they, uh, we've got Kenneth Copeland, who now has a pacemaker. We have um, uh, Todd White. Todd White, I think, is he the guy with the dreadlocks? He had the, um, he has a, a bad heart. But I thought you can claim healing in Jesus' name. That's what's they they teach. So, like I said, I what I'm saying is I'm trying to point out hypocrisy here. Don't fall for it. Don't fall for it. Stay in the Word of God. Stay in the Word. Get um, get yourself grounded in the Word, and you know study the Word of God, and you'll you'll recognize the phonies right away. Get yourself some good teaching. I recommend. I recommended it before. I'll do, do it again. Uh, definitely recommend to you um, uh, Get a Life Media. Uh, GetalifeMedia.com. Go there. That's uh, Brother Crone, uh, Billy Crone. And uh, you could catch, he's got, a, he's got over 10 years worth of ministry there as you could watch for free. Teachings on all kinds of things. End Times Prophecy. All kinds of stuff like that. So don't, you know, don't miss an opportunity. Get get out there and and uh watch that. Uh Brother Spencer Smith, love him. Uh his teachings on I I put a link in the in the uh in the description of the podcast today, or I will when this ends, it'll be there for the live. I think I forgot to put it in there. Um Go to Spencer Smith, watch his Third Adam series. He's coming out with Third Adam 4. <clears throat> the Third Adam will talk about the differences and where the history of these things have come from. I would uh, highly suggest that. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of other good teachers out there that you can watch on YouTube. Uh, lately, I've been listening to some of um, Spurgeon's sermons the, the back on audiobook. Uh, um, Alistair Begg, who really made me laugh when I remember I played this thing about the thief on the cross. And that poor old thief on the cross. You made it. How did you make it? <laughs> I love that. You didn't know anything about anything, but because the man on the middle cross said, I can come. Uh, I love that. He didn't know anything about different church doctrines or anything like that. So, all right. Um, I've got to go. I'm going to end this here. 
Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. Don't forget to uh, to put a like, press the like button on there, uh, thumbs up, and subscribe to the channel. Uh, it will mean a lot to get this uh, moving up in the algorithm. I'm seeing they, they are putting it out for suggestions for people to watch. And don't forget to leave a comment. We're glad to hear from you. All right, guys. God bless you. And look, we're gonna see you. We're gonna see you again uh, next time. Don't forget, Wisdom Wednesdays is out there. Um, on Wednesdays, we go through the book um, "Get Wisdom" by Ron Kirk. And uh, so, all right. God bless you guys. We'll see you next week on "The Truth Must Be Told," where we'll continue our study on false teachers. Take care. <laughs>